0: hello this is the rex society podcast my name is tristan jeremy oh wait all right oh, hold on. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah let me wait are right, you yeah, <laughs> let me let
0: me give you no, some don't mich-
2: expect
1: to, <laughs> the guest to introduce himself right there Not protocol. it's like i just i just realized
0: like uh yeah because vicky is in here <laughs>
1: Yeah, we don't have an Aunt Vicky, but you know, I so yeah, want the like... guest fill that void.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have a guest. Um, you, you can introduce yourself, guest.
2: <laughs> hey, my name is Kadim.
0: All right, so yeah, you guys may know it is Vicky isn't here. Uh, she started filming, uh, or excuse me, she started film classes, uh, which she uh, briefly mentioned. Uh, about a couple of times during the podcast. We we're really happy and excited for her. Um, she'll be back for the next episode, but uh, we've got Kadeem here, and uh, he's going to be a cool guest for this episode. Uh, I'm, me and Jeremy, uh, we're we're familiar with him uh, from high school, and so uh, he's a very passionate guy who, you know, I can recall had pushed me creatively among uh, many others, and uh, he was someone well-known throughout our high school as well for his ambitious involvement uh in many activities clubs events sports you know like yeah Yeah. you name it but um uh he was committed and appeared to carry an ability to blend into any environment he was in which which i have always struggled with so he has that gift and i would say most people who encounter him the way we did would know him to be a good friend so i'm excited to catch up
2: um good aim what's up man how are you doing um i guess i'm all right i'm as all right, as anybody could be during these um, crazy times right now. Um, yeah, I'm at the moment. I'm unemployed. Um, I had left my job as a manager so I could focus on my schooling this upcoming fall because I'm going into um, a film program, and it's supposed to be pretty much like working a full time job. So I figured can't be a manager and go to school full time like that. So drop down just the time for all this craziness to happen so the original job that i got even though i only worked there for a week i ended up being furloughed and then sadly about two months ago i was um let go completely because they didn't have the money to keep us so right now i'm just focusing on school and trying to get back into writing as much as i used to
0: yeah man and of course i mean yeah it is definitely unfortunate uh unfortunate the way how like just with with the whole bullshit going on with covid and uh how it affected so many people i mean that's you know it sucks but I, you're doing whatever you can and i mean honestly that's that's all we can you know like just continue like doing during all this is just trying to like keep going like despite uh what's going on just keep adapting but I mean, I'm happy at least you are still focusing on you know continuing uh you know working creatively and and also uh, uh just for you know our listeners at least just so we can get them up to speed and uh you know kind of talk about like uh, you know where you're from and stuff like like just just uh, yeah, no say. Us- Like, give us a brief synopsis of uh, Kadeem, you know, just like yourself, like as a person, where you came from, what you've been, what you've done throughout the years and, you know, how you met us and, you know, where you you look to go in the future.
2: All right. So, um, like I said, my name is Kadeem (laughs) Burdell. I was born and raised in West Palm Beach, Florida, lived up in Maryland for a couple of years. And then after Hurricane Wilma, I moved down to Broward. Fort Lauderdale, and I ended up going to middle school and high school there. High school I went to Deerfield. Um, originally, I didn't really want to go there. I wanted to go into um, the science program at Ely High School, but my mom said no I couldn't. So I went to Deerfield for journalism and I actually just focused on print journalism for my first two years. And then my junior year. I um, I had already, I believe I met Jeremy, I believe I met you sophomore, like sometimes your sophomore year, but we didn't really hang out then until my junior year, your sophomore year. And then that's also when I met Tristan. And then I just found myself hanging out with all these people who are really into film. And I kind of like dipped my toes in it a little bit that year. But in senior year, I found myself being kind of like thrown in completely being in charge of a film class, two film classes. And at the time, I didn't even know how to turn on the camera. So um, I kind of BS my way through that and learned and realized that I actually really enjoyed film and writing a film and TV production. I stupidly didn't go into that for college originally until um, I joined a film contest. And I ended up in the top 15. But after that, I decided that I kind of wanted to focus a little bit more on film. And then I made a couple of bad videos for a contest, and I decided to give up on the film. But um, after kind of just going straight into the workforce for like two or three years, I decided that that was a stupid idea. So I started writing again, and I found myself deciding to um, leave the comfort of um, South Florida for me because that's always what South Florida was it was the safe space for me I had always kind of came up with excuses not to take opportunities elsewhere that had been given to like move and work and stuff like that but um I decided to move up to Orlando Florida so I can go to Valencia College for their film program because it's cheaper and I heard it's a really good program up here so so um what I really want to do is write I just enjoy writing I love writing but um I know I don't I don't know much. I know more now, but I didn't know much when it came to film production. It came to the different equipment and different lenses and lighting and any of that jazz. I was more kind of always just kind of, I write it, I shoot it, I throw it together on a timeline real quick and I'm done. So um, right now I'm learning how to actually do the production side of everything. And with that, I haven't, hundred percent decided where I want to go with it just yet but I've been looking and thinking more about doing marketing or advertising and be able to work on the film side of that I enjoy kind of talking to people and selling to people so that's kind of what I'm looking for in the future and if anything I wouldn't mind writing and maybe even like working on a small film or maybe even a major motion picture but not really what i'm looking for i'm always kind of thinking a little bit more kind of on the local level i like to help out like local businesses
0: and that's cool man like you know like just the you know the idea of like how how far you've come uh i understand that of course you know like you you never really uh, figure out everything, like, like, at once. I mean, it kind of just... Uh, I mean, like you were mentioning, you you know, you kind of stupidly uh, didn't uh, join, like, a particular, uh, ma- you know, register for a particular major or whatever, but, I mean, it's... I mean, it happens. I mean, you kind of learn, you know... Because, I mean, when I was in Deerfield, that's where I learned where I wanted to be a filmmaker at that point, where it was kind of like, I thought I wanted to do radio, and then it just kind of, like, turned into film by, you know, senior year, like, right at the cusp of, like, all right, I guess... I, this is really what I want to do, because the whole time, like, you know, my whole life, I thought, like, about making stories and stuff, but then high school, all of a sudden, I decided I wanted to be a radio announcer, because I seem more realistic, but, you know, then by senior year, I was like, yeah, I, no, I want to make movies, like, officially this time, but, um, yeah, you know, I mean, it's yeah, it's crazy, Um, you know, to think, like, about how how long it's been, um, and it feels like it was just not that long ago to, to see, you know, what we've like been through and, and what we've been up to. And, and I'm excited that you, you know, you're pursuing like these goals. Uh, I mean, it's a weird place right now, uh, especially like since, you know, going to school, I would imagine like, you know, in film schools, uh, cause I know Vicky, she's going to film school. And and also uh, we had another guest uh, who was also finishing up uh, college as well. It's just the, the idea of, uh, of going through school during all this and kind of, you know, trying to adapt with the, uh, with with the circumstances. And it's, it's, it's weird because there's so many like things like, you know, you, you think like, okay, this is probably the the proper way to go to here from, you know, from here, but that constantly is changing. And especially this year, like, like uh, if you want to work in film or in the industry in any way, like it's, it's, very unclear like if what we're doing right now still applies to you know to like the future of post-covid and um and that's scary uh you know honestly but i mean i think it's a matter of consistency and just uh you know frequent production uh in in terms of you know showing what you can do and just applying it in the right places and hopefully the right people see it uh, there, there are things like that, that I definitely am constantly reminding myself that there's no proper way to get to where you want to go. And so, I mean, you know, I'm not really afraid of making mistakes along the way, hopefully not too many mistakes, but just the mistakes that don't really matter. No one really cares about. And so, you know, I think, um, I think you know, it, like yeah, from our, everything that you mentioned, like I'm like very excited for you. You know, I'm I, like it sounds like you're, of course, very uh, uh, confident in the in the place of where you want to go, and so I hope uh, I hope you get there, man. Seriously, but um, um yeah. Without that aside, of course, uh, you know I appreciate you uh, getting up to speed. Um, you know, it, it's sad, like the kind of movies uh, that you know, that we were excited for for this year that didn't fucking come out, like, so I'm curious, like, you know, even between you or Jeremy, like, what movies this year were you excited for that fucking COVID canceled?
2: <laughs> um, well, uh, actually, me and Jeremy was just talking about this the other day. I can't remember <laughs> anything right now that was um, canceled, but I know um. The few movies that I really cared about, one in particular that I've been following since I don't know, since they announced it long before they even came up with actual script for it, was Bill & Ted 3. Like, I grew up a huge fan of Bill & Ted, so even though I don't think it's going to be, like, the best movie ever, I'm super excited for Bill & Ted face the, face the Music to come out, which is supposedly supposed to be coming out at the end of this month still, so... We'll see what happens with that. But um, along with that, there's New Mutants, which even before COVID was a thing, just had a whole lot of problems of being pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. So I'm hoping to finally see the final product for that. And also Wonder Woman. I don't remember if they came out with a new release. I think they came out with a new release date for it. But those are the three movies that come to my mind right now.
0: That's cool, yeah, like, I, um, yeah, because there's, you know, there's, like, Tenet, obviously, and then there's, um, uh, it's, guess that's weird, because, I mean, like, I mean, there really was, like, a, a whole cluster of blockbusters this year, I mean, I mean, I wish I, I could, like, I mean, I'm actually gonna pull up a list right now, but it's just kind of crazy, like, how, you know, 2020 was just fucking canceled. I mean, it literally had so much going on, and everyone was looking forward to it, and and of course this happened. So it just, it's weird, and and also, I mean, just the thought of like seeing certain movies, like especially like recently Mulan, uh, which was is definitely the first like major blockbuster film to be you know announced to be heading to to streaming, which obviously it's going to be paid for uh 30 bucks for uh Disney Plus users it's it's really uh insane how i i mean just just the thought of like this movie come that was intended to go in theaters first is just now uh forced to to be in this in this uh uh streaming service where you, you know you got you can only watch it In in like this particular fashion instead of in the theater and 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 that's the kind of future that I that also kind of wanted to discuss. Uh, I I mean, you know, of course, after if Jeremy wants to share some his thoughts about what movies he's seen, uh, but it's like just just the idea of like you know movies. uh, I mean, we had. Because we already had Bad Boys and and like in The Invisible Man or or like Doolittle. I mean those movies like or recently the last movie with Vin Diesel uh, what like 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 Bloodshot like those were the last few movies that came out like this year and I mean ever since it was just I mean oh yeah Sonic Sonic came out. It's like like all these movies came out like early this year and those are the only movies that. Ever released, and then Trolls made history <laughs> by being the first uh, major film by Universal, and in and in a, in a, it's it's historic to the way how it just kind of landed on streaming services and it just fucking crashed everything. And I mean it. I mean, Jeremy, you you want to bring up uh, any movies you've uh, you want to watch? Or
1: uh, sure, you forgot to mention The Great uh birds of prey and the one emancipation. Oh, that
0: yeah. oh yeah, that's true, yeah.
1: Number one oh, We s-
0: We saw that together,
1: didn't we or I think we did. I saw it with a ton of people. Um <laughs> it sounds fat now, but that was before the scary time. Um yeah. Yeah, no, as Gaddy mentioned, um I already caught up with him. I was in his neck of the woods the last couple of days, so kinda of already had all my conversations I would have with him now, but um But, you know, Dean said he was excited for Black Widow, and I'm very, very excited for Wonder Woman 84. Um, I just rewatched that trailer recently, and I forgot how wild it looks. Uh, Besides that, I mean, of course, Dune, which um, I'll say the two two of the three movies Kadim mentioned, he'll probably be able to watch by next Friday, a week from now, hopefully. Um, so, you know, those seem very likely. Dune is, uh, is up in the air and it scares me. Yeah. Um, that's my number one this year. And then of course, Tenet, which I don't know if I'll be able to see it. That's only two weeks away and I'm scared. Yeah, me too. will <laughs> ever come out. But Dune is supposed to be a Christmas release and, um, uh, yeah, it, it seems tough um yeah i mean i don't know those very excited for those uh yeah and of course uh yeah i i'm excited too for bill and ted i grew up with those um hopefully that's not a movie i like just because of nostalgia and that it's actually uh good um but yeah that's up in there we'll find out new mutants meet- yeah uh
2: i won't believe it's out until i finish the <laughs> end credits.
1: yeah for real <laughs>
2: Same. you gonna be sitting in the theater, and the next thing you know, right before it starts, you like, "Actually, New Mutants just been pushed back again." You guys, you guys can yeah. help me.
1: Or they're just like, "Oh, you got us. Here's some vouchers for other movies. This doesn't exist." <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Got us all the way, you know, into the theater. We're sorry, we lied. There is no movie that's called New Mutants. Doesn't exist.
0: Honestly, like that's just. I mean, just imagine like the team behind that movie and how. I, I, I mean, it is. After all that, like, marketing or, 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 like, constant release dates, and then they just frequently keep getting delayed and delayed. I mean, if anything, that would be an appropriate way to just end 2020 is just release <laughs> New Mutants or, or even, like, op- reopening the theaters, just op- releasing New Mutants because it. It just has gone through so much shit. Like, at this point, the actors are, what, like, three years older now? Or, like, I don't even know how long it's been. Like, fuck.
2: Yeah, I'm I try to remember when the first release date was given. I know it's been at least, at the very least, it's been two years. But I think it's been about three years now that yeah. it's been pushed back. But I'm hoping due to the fact that they're still trying to, like, get this movie to come out, that it is good. I feel like if it was, like, if they didn't believe in this movie at all, they would have just kind of, like, swept it under the rug. Like, damn, we lost a lot of money, but whatever. But hopefully this is going to be something that's going to, like, give us hope for the future of the New Mutants franchise, if there is possibility of a franchise with this. Um. You can
1: hope it's a good movie, but we'll get your hopes up for a franchise. That, that's the <laughs> yeah, end the <no. laughs> it uh, its own plans turning. But, uh, yeah, the first trailer came out with the uh, It. So, 2017. It's going to be almost three years by the time the first trailer came out. Jeez.
0: God. That's, like, that's crazy. And, I mean... And then you know, there's like like the mm-hmm. little stuff too, like uh, from A twenty four that I was looking forward to. I mean, I remember that uh, like that one movie where that, that I forgot the name of it is like like Saint Maul or my I, I, I don't even know what I'm what I'm thinking of, but it it was a trailer where she that lady uh, was uh, uh, she had like a caretaker and then the caretaker is obviously very uh, very. Religious, like in a in a like in a crazy killer way. I don't know. Uh,
1: do, do you guys want to talk about? Okay. Yeah, it's uh, the horny religious nurse. Yeah. Movie. Yeah, that looks good.
0: But yeah, like yeah. I uh, yeah, there's so much. There's like some because I'm looking at the list, but like some of them are included the movies that I kind of want to see, but um. Yeah, like it's. At least you can see first cow
1: now. Oh yeah. Like that's, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> It looks good. Man,
0: there's Soul, there's Black Widow,
2: Candyman. Oh yeah, I was just thinking about Candyman. I was like, it... wait a minute, that was supposed to come out this summer.
0: Yeah, I know it's crazy. Like I, yeah, and the director of that movie is going to be directing the next Captain Marvel movie too, which is very, uh, very cool. Like I, right. yeah, I don't know who she is or but like just just the idea that like you know they have a a fresh director and they you know they picked her i would say that Candyman is hopefully impressive i mean it looks fucking awesome but like i really hope like that's a good sign for the movie (laughs) um but uh and then there's antebellum which is coming like straight to streaming and that movie like i mean i would always you know mention to people like how It only sent... It only had one trailer, like, throughout its its entire... uh, I mean, it was only, like, a... a, Not even, like, a long trailer. It just... It was just so much of a... Of of, of a mystery surrounding it that, like, because of COVID, it made even more of a mystery, like, of what the fuck was going on. And... (laughs) And then you know they finally announced like it's going straight to streaming. So I kind of I was kind of like sad that it uh, got delayed so much. But I you know I, I'm I was excited for that movie too. Um, but and, but yeah like uh, yeah all these movies and and just kind of like the thought of you know some of them going to streaming. Uh, I mean what are you guys? I mean I think Jeremy you kind of brought this up, but but uh, or are we talked about this maybe before in the podcast? But like uh, Kadeem like at least in terms of what your thoughts are with. How you know the future of of of, in, of the of the film industry is is heading uh, in terms of like these these movies? Where I mean, if you can imagine, once the theaters really reopen, like like really reopen, and then you have like so many blockbusters that these uh you know uh, these these film production or these companies like they're all just waiting to to release like just on top of each other, and and then there's announcements where. You know, you have these these three-week windows now. I, I, at least I believe it's yeah, it's three weeks. Uh, a yeah, three-weeks window where they're in theaters, and then they just they just go straight to streaming at that point. Like you know, they can like be purchased for streaming and be watched at home. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? As like as a consumer and uh, and also as a creative, do you feel like that's a kind of future that that you uh, think? you would like to see or or is that something that in your opinion it kind of you know could hurt some of these
2: movies that's a very good question i know like um in one of my classes um not this past spring but the spring of the year before my first semester back in school we were talking about the future of um movie streaming and how that would affect um movie theaters and um while i don't believe movie theaters will ever like get to the point of kind of like how going to the operas or even going to the theaters i do feel that movie theaters are going to start to not be as big of a thing i don't know maybe now sooner than i thought before but especially as someone who used to work in a the movie theater even like for some of the big showings that like when we have like a uh, Friday night or the early Thursday night um, screening of it they're not as big as it used to be I guess I've, I think it even got to the point where um I remember back in high school and when I first started college for like a early showing it'd be like you'd go and see it at like midnight but then now instead of at midnight you kind of see it more like at seven or eight the day before which I personally like better but also I'm don't I'm not really I don't really remember reading up or asking why it became that, whether it's more of a um, oh, it's just easier for people to come and see it at this time, or if it's more of a we don't want to pay people to be overnight because we don't have enough we don't have enough people coming overnight for us to pay people to stay that late. But um I don't know. I think I wouldn't mind the future of streaming being more of kind of a in theaters for a couple of weeks and then maybe a mixture or two. I know there's some people who prefer going to new movies rather than watching at home. But as somebody who grew up in a household where we had nine people, where had one adult who had like a really good job, the other one who he, um, he was making just above minimum wage. And then there were seven kids. It was very hard for us to go to the theater. I think before I started getting my own money I probably went to the theater maybe once a year and it usually was like an event for us to go to the theater it had to be like for somebody's birthday or something like it wasn't no kind of like oh this movie's coming up we're gonna go see it in theaters more kind of a this is this person's birthday gift for all of us to go to the movie theater so I feel I like the idea of um video on demand happening a little bit sooner rather than later how soon i'm not really sure but i feel it helps for horror families and families who have a lot more people especially a lot more children because um as somebody who also worked in the summer camp is very um difficult controlling a bunch of kids inside of a movie theater
0: yeah and i can imagine um uh, you know just kind of like uh I mean, you know, with with my girlfriend, she, because she, uh, before COVID, she worked with kids for after school, uh, after school programs. And she, you know, she uh, was out of a job for like, you know, about six months. But, you know, luckily she uh, found another one just recently. And I'm, you know, I'm happy for, uh, but she was, uh, you know, telling me about how she would watch, uh, you know, trolls, uh, you know, with their you know, with her, uh, her kids, like, at the, at the school program, but then when she was back at home, she would watch, like, you know, Trolls 2, and it was, and they all, these kids all just kind of calmed down to watch it, and and yeah, like, I mean, you made a good point there that, I mean, with all these people with families and stuff, uh, how they have to, know, keep their kids like, you know, uh, still like at home, especially like when schools are starting and it, this is where it's really going to be like a, a, a real challenge for a lot of people, um, to, to kind of adapt to this new, uh, social life, you know, in a way where they, they have to, you know, learn to, to homeschool in a way and, and, and get her and get these kids, uh, 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 calm down in different ways while they're also trying to figure stuff out or or get to work it that definitely seems like a uh, a reasonable solution for you know a lot of people who also want to consume as well um and it's 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 very strange because i you know i can think about like all these different things like and, and it really makes me question just if theaters can like withstand or survive this you know this year because i I mean, I, I, I want to say that they can survive, uh, I mean, because if you give that op- option for people to watch it, like, in theaters for the first three weeks, I mean, I'm sure that, that that's sustainable enough. But, you know, but then again, it uh, you know, I kind of can imagine, like, after what happened this year, that, you know, it's going to take a long time before people get into, into like, I guess a mood or or, or rushing back to the theater to watch like a lot of these movies especially when you know you have to social distance in the theaters and and kind of keep it uh like spaced out and it's it's all these different guidelines depending on your area or or you know whatever the cdc um recommends and it uh it it can be it can be a frustrating transition so i mean i i'm worried about theaters and i would I, i mean i would love it if it if we could do the three-week window while still uh, uh sustaining theaters but i mean it's very hard to tell what it was gonna look like and
2: i i'm just oh, holding my cool. breath i mean
0: have you have you gone to a drive-in drive-in though uh
2: kadim um not in a long time i've been wanting to and like at, at this point i kind of miss living down in south florida because i'm um, Tristan, back in high school, we used to live legit right down the road from yeah. um, what's it called, The swap shop, where it had that giant drive in theater, which is like the last time I've ever gone there. But um, here in Orlando, we don't have any like actual drive in theaters, surprisingly enough. Like, you have people who've been like putting up screens in their parking lot and been doing it that way. But like, when this first started happening, I was like, hey, let me go look for a drive in theater. And the nearest one to me is like a good hour and a half away. I mean, I've been tempted to drive out there if I can convince my friends to also, but it's it's weird like how little we actually have around here. I just kind of figured out something that was going to be everywhere due to um where I lived in West Palm Beach, we had one nearby us. And then where I used to live in high school, we had one nearby us. But um, I feel driving theaters is, one good way to kind of like get people to start going to the theater again, but also um, another way, which I guess I feel it works a little differently. I've been seeing people doing like social distancing concerts where to have people kind of like in, I don't want to say boxes, but it kind of looks like they're like separated in boxes. Maybe if they did something like that inside of movie theaters, you won't be able to get as many people in, but it will be something. Hey, you got Halloween Horror
1: Nights driving, going on <laughs> next month. Oh to yeah, sure
0: that's gonna Yeah, <laughs> that's weird. It's like everything is a fucking like, like drive-through now. It's I mean, just you know, like if you want to go out and stuff. But yeah, like it. Uh, yeah, because I was I, I wanted to like yeah uh, to bring up that up as well. Where I mean, it's either at home in the theater or. Drive-throughs and yeah, like you mentioned, Jeremy, with the like with the horror drive-through, like it's, it's it's very it's gonna be a very interesting few months to see how all these companies adapt to everything going on. But I uh, like, you know, in general, like with film, um just like the because I went to like a drive-through, at, at least a good number of times at this point because I've never like really gone to drive-through, uh, uh, uh and, and and like uh, at least before this year. I mean, I don't recall anyways, but the uh when i went to the drive-thru i mean we went because because even me and jeremy and vicky like we went to the uh like the hard rock because like uh, hard rock stadium i was gonna say casino stadium where they uh hosted like these movies i'm not sure if they're still doing that but if they are that's cool but they hosted movies like selma or or even lion king among others and we we were like literally in the In the heart of the stadium like out out on the field just kind of watching these these movies on the screens and it was uh, it was a very cool you know experience despite like some you know like hiccups with the with the audio kind of echoing but I mean you know overall it was fine oh and also the color the screen was kind of off like I I actually watched Selma like not that long ago before we saw that movie and so it was kind of like watching it back to back with different colors was very jarring, <laughs> um, and then comparing that to like you know an average uh, uh, you know a, a, a like drive-in or, or drive-through theater, um, uh, you know it like it, watching it can be a bit of a gamble depending on who's actually respectful uh, with their cars because I mean or even people who know how to work the cars because you see all these headlights on it just fucks me up like I mean it really just I'm watching this movie and I'm like. Like, what the hell are you doing with your headlights? Like, it's literally just blinding the entire screen. It looks like you're watching something, like, that you could be watching, like, on bootleg off of your phone of someone recording something from Comic-Con. That's how it looks like, except you're in person. You're paying $7 for it. Um, But, again, that depends on if the person is respectful. (laughs) But, like, it, you know, it's kind of like... it it's, it was it was like a like a lot to to get used to because I mean I I definitely wanted to try it out to see if it would be for me and I would say yes and no because I I think it's a cool option definitely um, but I guess it really depends on I guess who whoever is setting up the rules for the area and to kind of enforce them like I mean if someone has their headlights on like maybe kind of, you know, have someone to check with that person and, you know, see if they could turn off. I don't know. I mean, again, social distancing, so perhaps maybe that's not the best idea whatever, but I mean, it, it is just, it just kind of, is a lot to, to kind of control, like at a drive, at a drive in a drive through where you still want to keep that, uh, cinematic experience for the movie. And so it can kind of take you out of it. If, if you're not with the right crowd, um, but like uh, that aside, I mean, I also kind of thought about the idea of like, you know, like uh, virtual reality. I mean, I mean, I know this is like very like futuristic or whatever dystopian, but uh, I mean, I, like, have you guys like thought about just kind of like the idea of like a theater? where, You know, if you put on a headset and then you just because we already are, we have like these fucking like Oculus or or, or even the PlayStation has like their virtual reality headset like the the idea of like you know you we're already home and we're sitting in our rooms and then we we can still i guess kind of get that theater experience by just having you know virtual theater where we have this headset on and we're just watching the movie that way where it looks like it's a big screen but we're really just in our home and then these you know these sort of like you know like like on the wii or or whatever like where you see these these fucking, like, humanoids just, <laughs> just sitting across from you, like, like or whatever, but, I mean, just kind of like that idea, I mean, what do you guys think about that as a potential way of, uh, because this is just my idea of thinking, like, if uh, theaters you, fail. <laughs>
1: um, I have two very good friends of mine that just acquired, uh, VR sets, two different sets of oculuses, and, um, I, I'll tell you, there's it's simple it's it's not viable the resolution's too low they're both sub 1080p so unless you're mm-hmm. fine watching a low grain youtube video it's not a feasible way of like enjoying pictures so i i i don't think it, tech is there yet all
2: right
1: i know I've, like
2: oh continue
1: oh i was gonna say like i've watched like videos in the little theoretical screening room of vr and it just uh quality isn't there
2: yeah yeah i was gonna say the only thing that i know of the other than for like i guess gaming purposes that i've seen was i guess they um have like seats at some basketball games they could watch through the oculus as if you're there i never actually done it myself i know they're advertising that but i would imagine it probably end up still being at the same quality that you said that um it is for when you're watching videos on it
0: yeah yeah, cuz I um cuz cuz it was it was a thought cuz i you know like i think yeah i all agree the definitely the technology isn't there yet i can imagine that if if this was uh an, an approach and I, and i certainly believe that it is getting there i mean i really really do think especially when you know like like sony uh, is like you know promoting like their you know their virtual reality like games i mean like uh i mean i i i don't know if it's a sony exclusive or not the iron man like game or whatever but like it i mean it looks fucking like you know like good like with the resolution and everything so i mean i feel like we are heading headed there and so i'm just curious like to think that at some point this could be an option i mean because even if it's <laughs> um even if it's a uh, A process obviously or you know in terms of like it's it's, it looks crappy or there is like you know expected glitches with like just like fucking everything that you could imagine the first time you're using it um i think that at some point that could be an option and and so i mean i mean don't take my word for it i mean i'm not like a fucking fortune teller or anything but i mean uh i think that uh at least just just thinking about main keeping that experience somehow while still you know giving the people to stay home that could be an option that i think would wouldn't be that you know that bad uh in terms of you know like uh skipping out on the theater but i i definitely want to you know i really hope that we do get to keep the theater experience throughout you know all this because i mean i i was doing like a lot of research about this too i mean because i was just kind of like looking back how they handled the like, the 1920s with the, uh, you know, with the, with, with the flu, like, uh, you know, at that time, like, I mean, it, uh, I, I believe it was the, the Spanish flu, I, I want to, I mean, let me actually shut the fuck up and actually look this up, Um, <laughs> like, call on, yeah, I'm pretty sure not I'm right,
1: Spanish
0: flu. yeah, the Spanish flu is the, because that was, like, the, the, uh, basically what we're going through, except for people, like, at that time, I mean, we're not dealing with the Spanish flu, but it was a pandemic of, of, uh. Of like the nineteen, like like nineteen twenty or or like nineteen
1: eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. I want you to draw the line to what the point you're making. I'm oh. curious. I, I zoned out for a second because I was looking up Oculus resolutions.
0: Oh, <laughs> I mean like, uh, well, I mean all right, like because uh, because I was just thinking about how like the, uh, like fuck, like all right, never mind. You you threw me off. Like I I, I forgot my <laughs> point. Oh, what, what were you gonna say, Jeremy?
1: <laughs> uh, nothing i i I was like i said i was reading about oculuses um (laughs) oh wait okay all right
0: right. i remember now um fuck like yeah because i was thinking about how film yeah like how film kind of got through it at that time because it at that time like it was uh i was i was like you know like reading like what what a historian like was talking about like a like a film historian about you know how like The film like you know just theaters and everything like survived at that time um what during everything that that was going on and so like he was explaining that like it actually like the 1920s was actually what kind of started the whole idea of of like you know studios kind of like basically every everything has to go through this uh like this one place and this is like in america too i'm not going to really sum up like just everywhere but like the you know the whole idea that like that the the spanish flu because everything was very independent at the time before the spanish flu that like it kind of you know ha- made it easy for this person to kind of take advantage of of these of these theaters that can't you know survive during all this so he kind of buys them all out and so i i know i'm like talking out my ass and i'm like just going by base like just by like memory but it, it was very interesting to kind of get an idea of of like what kind of world it was after the 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 pandemic uh i mean technology obviously hasn't advanced that advanced that much at that time as it, as it has now or or we literally have so many options to to consume so many different things like you know with youtube or or, or netflix or or you know like all these different like streaming services i mean you could watch however whenever whatever you want to watch um and i mean I, I, like at that time at least just to kind of think about how they handled the pandemic um i am curious to see like how you know the film industries because with because of the streaming services uh, you know, there, there are there's already like you know, rumors and talks that i'll kind of keep track of i mean you have netflix uh kind of a bought out a theater uh uh that was, was like a small theater, but just the idea that like these streaming services could have their own theaters is something that I'm very curious, uh, could be also a hint towards our future. Like what if, you know, they have a streaming service, uh, you know, uh, feature that, you know, if you are a subscriber, you can actually just go into the theater and watch a movie that, that they have available on streaming, but it's in there, it's in the theater that they own. And hmm. And that's like something that I uh, that I think we're also we could also be headed as well. I mean, I just just the idea because even Amazon, I I saw. I mean, it's again these are kind of like rumors and stuff that I've like read. But I mean, just the idea of like Amazon potentially like uh, buying out AMC, and that could be more of an example, not really uh, like a report, I would say, or uh, you know, like or a rumor, but the um kind of like the idea as well like them buying amc out and then kind of using that brand to you know to of course uh uh make make more like theater change except with amazon subscribers like it's it it, kind of sounds like you know just companies eating each other but i was like that's just history i mean literally so many companies have been eating each other and and like the Right now, that's it's just kind of like hungry hippos at this point. They're just gobbling <laughs> up, you know, all these dying businesses. And so, I yeah, I really do think uh, that could also be a future when and and uh, theaters as well. But I mean, I don't know. I'm like throwing all these theories out there, but I'm just kind of looking back at history to kind of get an idea of what we could be heading because lately history has been repeating itself in a lot of ways. So
2: um, yeah. I agree. And honestly, I did not even know about the whole Netflix purchase and like I'm um, renting out a theater sort of thing. And honestly, I think I might actually be down with something like that. It's mm-hmm. kind of like what theaters already doing now where they have like the first year's the movie pass. Now Regal has their movie pass thing and AMT have their movie pass thing. So I could see like uh, Netflix or somebody kind of doing something similar it'd be different from like compared to like if uh like and i'm more i'm like you know there's people out there who are like crazy about disney i'm like low-key crazy against disney with some things like i just feel disney is one day is going to take over the world like i feel special with like a couple of things that amc said and done over the years and just kind of hearing from one of my old managers about how um i don't know if you guys know but like uh Their first movie Co. 18 hasn't been movie co. since like the 20 like early 2010. Movie co. had went out of business. It was bought out by uh, by Carmike and Cinemark cinemas, and then they like up divvied up the um, different theaters. AMC recently bought out Carmike. I want to say three years ago maybe it was right before I left the movie theater. But I heard that apparently a lot of the theaters weren't in as good a shape as they were told. So, AMC ended up spending a lot more money than they were planning to on fixing up a lot of the new theaters they bought. And then that same that COVID happened. So, they're already losing a lot of money because of that. So, I I can see AMC kind of, like, going down. I could see, like, either Amazon or maybe even Disney. And I really hope it's not Disney because I just kind of... I have, like... <laughs> A future of mine where Disney buys out AMC and it just shows all their movies in their own Disney theaters now and AMC's kind of become like mini Disney theme parks all over the world and like I'm not going to try to go super deep into that but I can see I can see people kind of when it comes to like Oculus and the ways to view movies and just kind of way we see life if there's a way to make money off of it if we have nothing else that we can do right now if people really want this i can see people really like buying and trying to find new ways of us like experiencing life and seeing life i don't know if you guys remember the 2009 bruce willis movie um surrogates where it's like um instead of going out themselves they kind of have these robots that look like however they want to look like And they kind of like wear like a VR headset and like a bodysuit so they could go out into the world as these robots, but they still see and feel everything as if they are out there. And while I'm saying, while I'm not saying we're anywhere close to that, I can see companies starting to find ways and working a lot faster on finding ways to make stuff like the Oculus more easily accessible and also a lot better quality, whether it's the Oculus itself or other companies come out with something similar or something close to her and like completely different.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no
0: I mean, yeah, I agree. I mean it's like and I, I I do remember that movie. I haven't seen a movie in like fucking like I don't know how long. I mean I'm surprised you like you remember like i i i like i'm trying to remember right now let I me mean, you remember that movie jeremy i, I mean i'm the sure you first
2: did. time um, that movie's come up since it's been released yeah. see i saw it once <laughs> when i went to go see i wasn't even planning on seeing that it was me and my little brother we had like kind of like scrounged up enough money so that how oh, we can go to the five dollar theater but we were trying to go see jennifer body but the lady at the theater is like oh they told my step that he had to come with us so we can go see it because it was rated R. And my stepdad's like, I'm not staying. So the lady's like, You gotta see something else. But so we we're just like, Whatever, we we'll see that other movie. And originally we were just gonna sneak out and go into Jennifer's body, but twenty minutes later into the movie, we we're just kinda like, Oh, this is kinda interesting. Never seen it again after that. Don't really have any like desire to go and see it. Like I don't remember it being like a very good movie. Just it's kinda like the premise and the idea. Of like going out in these kind of like exo suits in living life however we want to look rather than how we are now it's just kind of like a future that i can see people wanting a future that i don't necessarily want because i can see that see something like that kind of happening
0: it's like it really is interesting how certain movies have these like these concepts that you know, on paper they sound like actually, you know, there's like a lot to explore. Like, you know, we could do so much with this and then, you know, the actual movie just doesn't execute it like or at least show like any potential whatsoever. It's just kinda like, all right, um, Bruce Willis, do your thing and, you know, just kinda like cashes it in uh <laughs> but like it yeah, I I rarely I barely remember this movie, but I, I kinda am curious like to like just look look it up and watch a trailer again after this <laughs> <laughs> um but like uh yeah like i'm just like thinking about uh yeah like the whole idea like with with surrogates or, or i mean not surrogates like fucking <laughs> like virtual reality and you know like stuff like that is very it's very interesting uh like i an idea of like you know what where we could be headed but i i don't know i mean we'll have to see because I, I, I a lot of a lot of assumptions are already like you know thinking like you know virtual reality isn't gonna go anywhere or or nothing's going to really change. But I feel like, if anything, this year is definitely going to, you know, force people to kind of advance technology even more with people being stuck at home. So I am definitely, you know, certain that, that with virtual reality or just kind of these different concepts, that there's going to gonna be a lot more justification behind it all, especially with so many people, like, now hanging out in Zoom calls and, you know, just kind of, like, you know, having these sort of virtual parties, like, in a way, and it's, you know, it's kind of... Just uh, like, I mean, I've I've, I've kind of always dealt with life sort of this way, but now it, when you have it as like as a, like a mandatory way to to socialize, it really kind of changes like just, just the whole dynamic in general. It, instead of having it as an option, as a necessity, and so, uh, you know, I think that that like you know companies are slowly realizing that, especially with filmmaking. Um, I mean, I saw you know, some like, you know, film directors or or people like really like going through the process over zoom calls. And I, I mean, I think it was uh, one of the Russo brothers uh, on Instagram or or even Twitter. I don't remember, but they were like showing a, like a, like a clip of a movie that they're watching while like having like a zoom call on the side of, you know, just kind of like, I guess people waiting to hear his reaction. And I thought that was really interesting. Just like, you know, um, I, I mean, and, and like it, the idea of like filmmaking with with Zoom calls and and I like uh like it like this whole um I guess process of of being distant and working because I mean we me and Jeremy and Vicky um because because we all like uh we worked on a movie during quarantine I'm, I'm have you
2: saw have you watched uh day one uh yeah, yeah I watched day one that when um you had dropped it.
0: Yeah, cause like it, it was an interesting experience, like to say the least. To kind of like go through like the the worries of of like COVID, but you know, then like you know, you're in this home, and so we just we just kind of kind of get have to get to work, and so, I mean, the whole time like you know while we were there, I mean, it didn't I mean, I was just wearing my mask, and so I wasn't like really trying to be concerned about it, um, you know, until after the fact, but um i mean just like the whole idea of like these big production companies like kind of going through this process as well and how they have like their actors or teams like they're i mean with avatar like that's like uh like like one of the avatar sequels i mean i don't even know what which sequel they're fucking working on right now but like uh um they had the whole team quarantine for like for like two weeks after getting tested and, and they were just, they just went back to work. And so, I mean, even my sister, she's going back to school and she expects to be back like in like four weeks or whatever, not that long, because everyone going back to school just keeps getting sent back home. <laughs> but yeah. uh like she has to go to New York and she, uh, she was telling me the process of like getting quarantined for two weeks and then, you know, afterwards going to do her stuff. And then, I mean, we'll see how long that takes, but like it—it it just that whole process, I guess, with filmmaking in general is pretty—it's pretty interesting. Um, I mean, it's—it's it's mandatory, but it, like, what do you think about that, Kadeem? If you were to like, uh, like, I guess, make a project like right now, because obviously we didn't have the luxury of of ensuring like you know everyone will like quarantine for like two weeks or whatever, because obviously everyone has their own lives too. To you know, to like kind of you know focus on and take care of, of certain things, and so, um, like, what do you think about like I guess the idea if you were to make a project uh, during all of this, like, do you think um, that like well the story that you wrote or story that you would like to produce that you uh, would like I guess enforce like certain things because that's something that I'm still thinking about as as we speak, just like how I can certain like kind of ensure the safety of everyone that I'm working with and uh, except, you know, without like, uh, making it seem like, so, because they're doing it for free. It's not like, you know, I'm like, you know, it's, that's the hard part is they're doing it for free. So what do you think about, about that? I guess are your thoughts.
2: It's kind of gotten me to, um, relook how I write storyboards at least when I'm planning, like, um, I'm planning shots and stuff like that because, um, I was, I had, had a group of people I was planning on working with. I'm took a break because I just had a lot of stuff going on now. But um, I have this um video. I think at most there's only I only have two people in the scene together. I think in total there's like three or four characters. That most you'll only see like two of them talking to each other at a time. And how I wanted you try to film it is, you won't ever see. Like you'll rarely see two people in the same um, shot at the at a time, just so that how like um you don't have to worry about like the characters wearing a mask and um kind of like putting a time on what's going on or whatever. But also I was when I talked about it with my classmates because I actually had a couple people come over to film a short that just had one character in it, but um the idea was we all would wear a mask. Except for the person who's on screen when they're on the screen. And, you know, we're not going to like be all over them and stuff like that. And, um, just, it's just about working with people that you trust to be safe and working with people who understand that, like, um, we're trying to make sure, like, we're not saying that any of us actually have it, but just in case we have to be careful because. You know don't need to like end up passing it to everybody like one of the girls i was working with her um i think it was like her um sister's boyfriend worked at an airport so then one of his coworkers got sick so he also got quarantined for two weeks and they weren't sure enough so just to be safe they had quarantined themselves also for two weeks and then went and got a test to make sure that they're good before going out and doing anything so just making sure that I'm working with people who are gonna take the right safety precautions beforehand and during, and then um, people who would respect the idea of needing to socially distance when it comes to, on um, what do I call it, somebody not being able to wear a mask or something like that. Especially if you're working like, I'm not sure if you guys are just working with people that you know closely, or if you're also like getting help from, outside places because um up here we have like um a group online where you can kind of like easily find people for any crew position for casting and stuff like that but i decided not to use it for the moment being just because i know like i don't know these people and i don't know if they're gonna i don't know if they're going to actually do what they need to do
0: yeah no yeah like i and i agree like with those concerns because and that's and that's what sucks because i because i do like finding new people to work with and and like i i like to you know find like or or discover talent that's you know they're especially when they're at their you know at their most uh i mean i want to like i don't want to like say like this in a a bad way but they're most inexperienced i guess because when they're when they're inexperienced there's like room to like to like direct and kind of like, you know, just get them like mold them in a way that you would like to see them, uh, uh, embody the, the, the character or, or just kind of like, you know, like be in the same mindset that you want the character to be in. And it's, it's, I have, I already know like some good actors, you know, already. And so, you know, I, I am actually, um, uh, planning on, on doing another project at some point, or at least currently it's still planned. I mean, I'm not sure. It's more of a, of a, of a, of a project that's been kind of out of pressure. Uh, (laughs) uh, but like it, um, I mean, I am kind of like looking through like who I know. And so I have reached out to, to a few actors and, and so I've, I've talked to them. Like one of them did tell me though, that they're uh, their boyfriend um, is like they, they work in a hospital and so like like they 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 said they they'd be interested but like they obviously are concerned about how you know how like it could you know uh, potentially be a risk and so yeah like I like that's something that I gotta think about too just you know kind of like you know these people uh, uh, with other people in their lives and how like you know they could be exposed in different ways it's I mean I because I know these actors, and I, I would trust them, but I mean, you know, it's just kind of like, like at the end of the day, you have to like make a certain call to think like, okay, this is a smart choice, not the selfish choice, you know, cause I, yeah. yeah cause it's like, you got to think about everyone, not just yourself. And that, that could be like any situation, not just like because of COVID, but just any situation you got to think about that stuff. And so I, you know, I had to like really like, this is definitely going to be a, a year for me to like you know think about all those things and and uh like a lot more than i already do than uh and to just um like prepare any any way i can like because if because if anything this is like this forces us to kind of prepare like a lot more we can't just kind of guerrilla film make you know stuff anymore like on the go or just say hey like you want to make a movie because it's so much going on (laughs) which sucks um but like, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, at least in terms of you know everything that's going on, you uh, know, I mean, hopefully, hopefully we'll we we'll get back to how it was before. Like, I mean, not like, not like going backwards. I mean, obviously we can't go back to how things were before, but just like at least find a way to kind of adapt to it where it could be it could be a bit more easier and and hopefully find that new normalcy in terms of how to produce certain certain projects because it. It was a lot easier, obviously, before, but I'm hoping that we can kind of get to something similar to how it was, except a lot more, you know, uh, like, like a lot more properly adapted to. But anyways, Jeremy, like, I, f- I think I'm, like, you know, kind of, like, you know, like, uh, bummed you out with all these questions about the process. <laughs> like, you yeah, have maybe you like to ask about, you know, about Kadim. Like, maybe, uh, you know, like... Uh, Any, any, uh, things that he kind of mentioned or, or something? Cause I know like you got some interesting questions to ask sometimes, whether they're, they're invasive or, or actually, uh, very, uh, very compelling thoughts that you've wanted to, to hear.
1: Um, I did hear a compelling thought from him when we were talking and I think you would like to hear it, Tristan. Uh, yeah. Um, Kadeem. Didn't hate the movie Cats. So there's dozens of us. <laughs> okay? If you want to give me shit for it, let's uh, drop the hammer on him, you know? Because, yeah, uh, you know, I'm not the only one. Um, and I, I hate if I put you on the spot, we You can cut it out.
2: No, uh, you're
1: good. You're good. I deserve
2: everything. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, yeah, you could uh, Okay, here, let me tell you why I told Jeremy about how I feel about the movie. At least, <laughs> like, um, when would you go watch it? Originally, when me and my um one of my friends who decided we we're gonna watch Cats, we decided we we're gonna watch it as a drinking game because we heard that it was terrible. Also, seeing the trailer, we we're just kind of like, uh, eh, that doesn't really look like the movie for us. So we had decided we we're going to, um, take a shot or take a sip whenever we heard them say, um, jellico. What we didn't know going into the movie was one of the first songs, they say that, like, almost every other word it feels like. So, um, after that first song, we decided every scene, the first time they say Jellicoe we were going to, um, drink to it or whatever. But it happens in, like, every single scene except for one. But, um, ending the movie, I realized while I didn't, While I didn't think it was a good movie, like, I didn't love it or anything like that, I didn't hate it as much as I expected to. And I think it was just because of one cat and one song, Um, Magical Mr. (laughs) Mistopheles. Like, one absolutely fucking beautiful name. I wish I can get a cat right now and name it that. But also, I just feel if they, like, I never seen the play itself, so I can't say how much that would change. I felt if they would have found a way to just focus a little bit more on that cat on the, or on a cat who actually, like, has some sort of, like, connection to the rest of the cat, the movie probably would have felt more like a real movie rather than just kind of, like, a, a bunch of different scenes. Like, I don't know, like, going in and watching it for narrative, I don't know if I shouldn't have. It just didn't work that way. But I feel like if you go in just looking for, like, dance numbers or something... And maybe that's the movie for you. But yeah, I have like a love hate with it. Like,
0: yeah, like I, cause I, cause I mean, I, I was, I like I, cause I, like I, cause I mean, The Cats was a movie that like I was really on the fence about like visiting. And Jeremy, you know, he sounded like he, I mean, when he was like kind of explaining it and everything, he, he, he was really pumped about it. And so I, was going to see if i could watch it at some point because i didn't watch cats so i i I didn't watch cats and like just like the like the whole idea of like just kind of because i mean i've heard literally so much about cats at this point that i'm kind of like all right um i don't know if this movie is really anything but what it looks like at this point but you know i i am going to watch it eventually it's just i i guess like at least from how you explained to it Kadeem, sounds like you need to be uh you know you need, you need to make it into like a drinking game too. <laughs> to have fun with it um but like uh yeah i mean yeah you know i could definitely i could definitely you know try it out and see like because i i mean it, it's just like we're starting movies like cats i mean at least i don't know like i i mean i can't really think of, of another i mean there are like i mean i would say like well described as cats from what i'm seeing it to be as a fever dream so have you like is there like other fever dream movies that you can like recall because I, I can think of like i mean i don't know maybe like i mean i i would say maybe spy kids could be like a like almost like a fever i mean i like spy kids but it's like fucking weird watching
1: it though like, well i mean even though cats completely lacks any depth or like meaning behind it um i just say the movie is not a real movie the musical is not a real musical it does not meet qualifications um but it's uh um but they're like you say fever dream um but one that uh another fever dream but very different i think southland tales is probably another one i could think of definitely bad but interesting that it, it it becomes pretty great in my eyes um I think that's a way better movie than Donnie Darko by Mile. That's the other movie from Richard Kelly. Oh uh, yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, Southland is like kind of like one out six of my craw. Yeah, like, cause I,
0: I mean, it's like, cause there's like certain movies that you can you can either watch like really drunk or or I mean, or you just kind of watch because it's just so fucking bizarre that you don't even know how it's fucking real. Um, I'm, like, literally trying to think of, like, other movies right now, uh, aside from uh, aside from
2: Cats, because I'm just thinking, like, jeez. Uh... Oh, Let me look at my list. I'm, like, <laughs> um, I'm one of those, for those of you who don't know me, actually, I don't know if I told you guys, but I'm one of those weird people who still buy physical copies of movies. Like, I have two bookcases full of movies and dvds and honestly if i had more room i would have a lot more but um damn like the all i could think of right now is um i don't know i admit there's like some really like weird and shitty movies out there that i absolutely love i'm not gonna necessarily necessarily say that cat is shitty it's like cgi while I don't think it looks great, it's better than anything I can do, and I've seen some worse CGI and some like real movies too, but like acting was, I don't, as honest, I don't even know what to say about the acting, like it was acting, it was kind of weird because I guess they go to like the cat school of acting, so that how they know how to like act like a cat, it's kind of weird, but I can kind of see where it's coming from with that, like the dancing and stuff like that, I felt like if that's what you're looking for, it did well. But that's not what I was looking for. <laughs> but then like also I can't sit here and talk shit because one of my favorite Friday the thirteenth movies, actually not one of my favorites, my favorite Friday the thirteenth movie is Jason X. And um anytime I say that to anybody, they kinda look at me <laughs> like I just like said that I like to eat children or something like that. I
1: I respect that that choice. Uh, I'm not as as uh as thoroughly uh invested in Friday the Thirteenth. So, um, is Jason X when he um is that when he's in Manhattan or is that just nope. Jason in
2: Manhattan? Um, Jason in Manhattan is that is the seventh either the seventh or the eighth one? Jason oh no, X, Jason the one where he's eight. in space. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah and he becomes <laughs> robo Jason. Yeah. And then yeah, one that of is... my scenes is when he was in the hologram or whatever, and there's two girls, one of them was like, hey, do you wanna drink? And the other one's like, or you wanna smoke some pot? And they're like, oh, I know. We can have premarital sex. I love premarital sex. And they climb into sleeping bags when I look at them, and they leave some, and they come back, and Jason has one of them in his sleeping bag, slamming her against the other one to death and then throws her into a tree (laughs) and this movie is just over the top it makes absolutely no sense but i love it
0: (laughs) oh yeah like it like literally is uh yeah jason x is like definitely a movie that i that i uh can can easily see what you mean by like i mean at least by the choice because it it's so fucking bizarre like the the amount of like jason like like shift changes or tones with like fucking you know Jason like in all these different movies I, I love I love horror movies in that in that regard because like it really is they're so versatile like they could be different kinds of like they could be different kinds of horror movies or 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 you know it, it could be like a weird subject matter but it it still works somehow as a horror and like I think Jason X is I, at least from what I can remember, it was fucking, like, enjoyable because of how ridiculous it got. It's, it just kind of taken them to space, and then everyone's looking like... This was, like, in early 2000s, like, you know, just early 2000s, sort of, like, cheap space wear or <laughs> you know, something. Uh, but, uh, yeah, like, I, I think... Um, yeah, I think, like... Like... Yeah, I can't really I don't know, I can't think of any more fever dream movies. I mean, cuz I did cause I did watch this one movie that I even told Jeremy about called Black Moon and it was on cri- the Criterion Collection. I mean, well, okay, before I go go on to Black Moon, first off, for the physical copy like comment that you made, I mean, whoever like I don't think that's like like I don't think there's anything um uh I guess like uh you know, sh- like I guess um out of, out of place about that because i mean i think like yeah, well, when it comes to physical copies because i i am i am kind of disappointed in myself that i don't really try to seek out to get physical copies as much as i used to but i i think now i'm gonna start making that like a priority for you know for like certain movies because i think it, there's something about physical copies that they uh they are um you know, they're they're kind of like a a book in a way, just just that you can carry wherever you want to go. And if you have like some you know something to play it and just kind of watch it, it's it's very cool to kind of you know have something like that with you, like like throughout the years. Like because I, I think we rely so much on streaming that we have this this sort of library of of, of content that could literally disappear before our eyes any second, um, depending on licensing or or just you know factors that are out of your hands. I mean, like I even remember reading that people who purchase movies, like actually buy movies on Prime Video, they don't own those movies. They, like Prime Video, can still take them away after you fucking buy them, and that's like insane. Like the fact, you know, you still don't own those movies. Like, and it's, and I, I don't want to like that. That sounds that that sounds like some bullshit right there. So I don't want to like you know buy stuff. On, you know, to stream and then actually own them. So, like physical copies is are definitely, I mean, like Blu-ray or or, or 4K or or even like these special editions, uh, you know, collector's editions or Criterion Collection. It, those are like definitely you know stuff that that I think are warranted for you know for like a lot of a uh, lot of movies. Uh, you know, who I mean I, I mean maybe like one movie that, that, that me and Jeremy talked about, I mean, like, Jeremy, you bought, like, the, not the I was about to say Criteria Collection, not, not like, the Criteria Collection, but, like, the, I think, 4K for the turning? <laughs> and, like, even uh, though... I didn't
1: buy the 4K. They didn't yeah. have a 4K. I would have oh, bought it. Oh, just Blu-ray? Yeah.
0: Okay, but, like... Uh,
1: um, I'll just yeah. add, I did spend over $300 on Blu-rays in the last month, so you're in good company, Kadim. I mean, I do have a vast physical media
2: collection because i I like to look at it
1: there. that's
2: how i'm like I, I love it like people come over sometimes who are like wow you have a lot of movies and they're just looking at the movies that has like in my room not the ones that I have on my bookshelf in my closet Have <laughs> just like uh, don't open the closet door then but yeah for me like it originally just started with like Getting the movies that like I really like and really care about. Like I was mostly kind of just focused for getting like my top five at that time movies, which was like Jurassic Park, Psycho, Gone Girl, um, the Harry Potter series. Not because the movies are actually really good, but just you know, they're Harry Potter and that's how I feel. Yeah. But um, it went from that to me like for Blu-rays. If it's a movie that I see and I love it. I try my best to get the Blu-ray version of it until I get the PS5 and I start buying 4Ks. But but then there'll also be other times where I see movies that I you'd be like, oh, I haven't seen that one. I'll buy the $3 DVD of it. Oh, I remember that one from when I was a child. I'll buy the $3 DVD one of it, stuff like that. Or I never heard of that one. That one seems weird. I'll buy the $3 DVD of it. So now it's become lot more of a collection and um i'm proud of it i like it
0: yeah no that's cool man i mean like i i need to get to that happen honestly because i i mean i i guess i've just been so nonchalant or just kind of like taking certain things for granted that like you know that i'm in like fucking you know i've just been post like quarantine mode and just kind of like reflecting all the stuff that i have i'm like man that, none of this matters like what the fuck am i doing i need to like <laughs> i need to like change certain things in my life and that that is gonna start with collecting movies but i haven't gone around to that yet obviously but <laughs> um but like uh yeah like uh i mean it really is um it really is like a cool way to you know to kind of keep a piece of history with you like for certain things because i mean because you know like uh, we we all have we we have grandparents at least you know someone in our, in our families that have like collected like vhs tapes you know ac- hoping that they will you know perhaps like like remain unsealed and, and be profitable in the future for some reason and, and you know some of them are right but i for the most part not really for some <laughs> but uh you know i do think that uh like th- like that whole idea that even you know keeping vhs tapes you know and stuff like i think like that is also cool. I mean, and I, and I, lo- and I love that feeling. Cause I, of watching, you know, these collection of movies that you could see like in their physical, uh, you know, their physical presence as, as opposed to, you know, just streaming. Because when you're streaming, you, you kind of just feel like you're fucking lost all the time. Like you don't know what you're looking for. And, and you, you kind of like stumble on certain things that could be good or, or usually bad or underwhelming, but, um, I mean, that's subjective, obviously. I mean, I mean it w- it's whatever. But, like, I mean, usually I don't find, like, a good option for me, like, until maybe, like, two hours later or until I find out that it's actually coming on that streaming service. Uh, but having, a, like, a collection is, is just basically just, you know, just your own library that you can actually just kind of look through yourself. And because you picked all these options yourself, you're not letting, you know, someone else just kind of show what's available but you actually like pick these out and so that's cool that you can have a collection and I and I know my grandfather had like his own personal collection of DVDs as well which I actually really wanted to see if I could get like after you know he uh he passed away like I I mean because it was very nostalgic to me and it felt like it felt like so much uh like I I guess like so much of a connection to him that I you know that I was you know I really wanted to see if I could if I could get that collection, but I know like um, um, like I think my dad is burning the DVDs onto his computer now, so I'm actually probably gonna reach out to him about that eventually because he, yeah, he like a lot of movies that I that I watched like growing up that I really that really uh, you know, opened my mind about filmmaking and stuff. But, um, but yeah, like, uh, anyways, Black Moon, which I mentioned like 10 minutes ago, whatever, um. Which I probably don't even know has a point to it now. Oh yeah, it's like a dream. Anyways. Um so yeah, I guess, uh I guess like as far as the uh idea goes, you know, with, with like filmmaking or just, you know, all these different things and stuff like going on, uh like Kadeem, what like what are your thoughts I guess in terms of uh you know the the like just the the film, like the film going experience. I mean, I guess trying to, I'm trying to find like a good question to, you know, to kind of like be like a send off. <laughs> uh, fuck, like, I let me rephrase this for you. So, what kind of project would you like to work on next?
2: What kind of project I want to work on next? Yeah. Um. Well, I have a couple that I've been writing recently one of them I started filming with a group of people but um I feel it was partially a language barrier but we didn't um I didn't explain well enough to them my idea of what I wanted to do so well the little bit that we did shoot was like nowhere near what I was thinking but I can I kind of like um at the beginning of um all of this I started um i had started the job and then i got furloughed and i was trying to get in touch with unemployment and it took me maybe two three weeks or so of constantly calling unemployment before i finally got a hold of them and what i did was the whole entire time i'm like dinner kind of like calling 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 they don't answer i hang up call again was I played darts we had the dart board and when I say I played it like I played it so much that I pretty much destroyed the board I had to buy a new one but I came up with this um video short where it's kind of it cuts back and forth between this guy he's calling unemployment over and over and over again as he's calling he's playing darts but then you also kind of like see him in job interviews and applying for jobs and being turned down and just kind of keep on happening, happening, happening. And like, you kind of see just like the hope kind of like fading from this person. And then I came up with one ending for it, but I haven't decided completely yet anymore at least. But it's like, it's kind of like, I don't want to call it a PSA, but it kind of like gives a feeling of how I feel right now, or at least how I had been feeling. But I want it to be something that, on a happier note. So, like, originally, my original ending for it was, and with so home kind of, like, hanging out with friends, some virtually, some in person, whatever, just kind of remembering to try to have a good time. And that's kind of, like, something that I want to do. Because, I can know too many people who are kind of like, oh, this is a perfect time to write this, or this is a perfect time to write that. And, like, usually it's all, like, dark and depressing. And usually while I'm one who loves darker stuff, I kinda feel right now I and everybody around us need something a little bit happier. So I wanna work on something kinda like that. Like one of my favorite quotes of all time is happiness can be in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light. And I don't know, I wanna write something that kinda gives off that vibe. So I want to write and work on that. And, and Kadima,
0: you know, like, I loved everything you said. And then the, right when you were, like, mentioning that quote, it just kind of, like, cut off. Can you repeat that quote for me one more time?
2: I'm <laughs> oh. <laughs> sorry about that. Is happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light. That's cool, man.
0: That's really cool. Like, so, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely excited for, for the next project. Cause honestly, I mean, I mean, we even talked, you know, too, about, uh, you know, uh, working together, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, real soon. And so I'm looking forward to that as well, in terms of any projects that we could, you know, kind of cook up together. And I mean, I am very eager to continue working during these confusing, uh, um, and hopefully, uh. Uh, like progressing like times in, in terms of like i guess like enlightening times where you know we can hopefully move forward into like a like a much more better uh condition that we are now but we'll see i guess after election year or election month this is the election year jesus um uh, but yeah we'll see how it goes um but yeah i mean you know, with that said, like, uh, you know, I appreciate you spending uh, this time, uh, you know, with us, uh, Kadeem. I mean Is there uh, any plugs that you'd like to throw out there if you have any?
2: Um, no, not really. I mean, I guess technically, if anything, I have my own little personal website out there, which the name is very confusing because it's one of those like free websites. But um, it's Kadim B2 at WixSite at .wixsite.com slash kadim the Writer. I mean, honestly, if you just look me up online, typically you can find me, surprisingly enough, you can find me on the first page, first page of Google, if you just look up Kadim Burdell. So, yeah, I have a couple of my videos on there and some of the poetry that I've written over the years on there too. And once things start getting a little bit better, and honestly, maybe before things even get better, I, I plan on starting to, film and write more so there should hopefully be more stuff on there
0: that's cool man yeah like i definitely am excited to see more stuff and again like you know we're gonna be uh you know hopefully talking uh more you know often uh i know like we'll talk occasionally but definitely uh you know do hope to hear from you back soon uh in terms of any projects that you think you know you might want to work on together but uh with that said uh of course i'll go ahead and uh, get things wrapped up here. Uh, you can follow us at uh, Rec Society, or you know Rec dot Society to be exact on Instagram. I'm still working on getting Rec Society without the period uh, from that user that doesn't appear to be using that name at all. Uh, they're keeping a hostage, and I need to uh, reach out to someone on Instagram to further assist me with this, please. Instagram. Anyways, Rec. Dot society, um, Instagram, yeah, and then you could also subscribe to us on YouTube at um, on Rec Society, and there you could also watch uh, Vicky's uh, movie that we just uh, you know mentioned briefly about Day One, um, and you know speaking of uh, speaking of which, uh, uh, Kadeem, uh, you know I understand you just kind of give your plug, but like what would be like I guess just like maybe like a, a brief uh, review of Day One that you'd like to pitch for users who haven't seen it yet. Oh wow
2: it's been a little while since i watched it well it only came out a little while ago but um it's i don't know watching it it kind of just reminded me of kind of the pain sometimes of being alone or even like the fear of being alone it's like oh that's the main thing that i thought about when i saw it like at first when i was watching i was kind of like i really hate this person but it was also because I've been that person. So it's kind of like, I think it's something, it's a very personal story about something that a lot of us probably have gone through at some point in our life, no matter like kind of like how small or big it was. Okay,
0: yeah, and then then of course, uh, you know, I appreciate you uh, throwing that save, like I hate that person and because I was that person, I was
2: like, all right. (laughs) 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 <laughs> i mean there's sometimes where you like see something or see somebody on yeah. like tv doing something whatever like man screw that person they need to like you know like suck it up but in yeah. reality you're just kind of protesting because that's what you say to yourself
0: yeah no i you know i completely get it dude and like i you know i understand like yeah it definitely is a movie about vulnerability and and of course kind of going through like uh like a really difficult time uh or, or position you know in, in in these particular circumstances that's to, uh, conveyed in that so i yeah definitely check out day one if you haven't watched it yet uh you know vicky is you know of course uh really uh you know uh, hoping uh to hear more thoughts about it because she really gave her all in, in her performance and it was you know it was a cool very cool and uh, enlightening project for for a lot of us um and yeah with that said uh you could also uh follow me on trisa presents uh whether on uh youtube uh on trisa presents or at trisa presents on instagram um i am trying to post more stuff and i certainly will at some point uh very soon oh and speaking of which back to rec society uh you can uh definitely expect uh some uh incoming content very soon i won't uh you know uh really mention when because of course that'll give me a little timetable but i mean i'm gonna say soon very soon as opposed to later, because I have certain things in the works uh, for us to share with you on those channels. So seriously, subscribe to Rec Society on YouTube or follow us on Instagram. You don't want to miss it. Um, Jeremy, you want to throw in your plug? Uh,
1: yeah. Watch day one and um, you know uh, uh Vicky's plugs. Cool.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Vicky, uh, we miss you. And, um, you know, next week, obviously, you know, we'll have your, uh, you know, your episode where you host. So, you know, looking forward to, you know, having the listeners, uh, you know, uh, uh, see what you have uh, for us next in the next episode. But, yeah, with that said, of course, um, you know, I appreciate you awesome listeners uh, enjoying hopefully enjoying you know what we had to say i mean i you, you stuck it through so I'm, I'm assuming you were at least fascinated with a few things that we were talking about um otherwise why are you listening get out of here like we hate us like why are you wasting your time jeez like re re-evaluate your life decisions okay um anyways uh i hope everyone's staying safe out there and
1: bye Baby. bye <laughs>